0: This week, Tasha Radle fills us in on the DNR's I Can programs, I Eat My Way Through Target Field with the New Foods for 2016, and Mike Grimm has a preview of the Gophers' spring football game. But first, Bill Werner gets us up to date on the big national and local political stories of the week.
1: Well, Scott, let's start out with probably the biggest political news of the week, namely the presidential primary right across Minnesota's eastern border. The candidates blitzed Wisconsin in the days before the primary election, Republican Donald Trump telling supporters in La Crosse, I
2: really believe tomorrow we're going to have a very, very, very big victory. Yeah. Very, very
1: big. Rival Ted Cruz stumped in Wisconsin also. This
0: race has national implications. The entire country is looking to Wisconsin.
1: Cruz pointed to polls showing him ahead in the Badger State. What
0: we are seeing happening in Wisconsin is the unity of the Republican Party manifested.
1: On the Democratic side, Bernie Sanders made multiple stops, wooing voters in Wisconsin. Between you and me, I don't want to get Hillary Clinton more nervous than she already is. She's already under a lot of pressure. So don't tell her this. I think we win here, we win in New York State, we're on our way to the White House. Sanders was right, at least about Wisconsin. And let me take this opportunity to thank the
3: people of Wisconsin for their strong support. With our victory tonight in Wisconsin, we have now won seven out of eight of the last caucuses and progress.
1: And Ted Cruz also handed frontrunner Donald Trump a loss in the Badger State.
0: God bless the great state of Wisconsin. Incredible victory tonight. The size
3: of the Cruz victory is a surprise. He won the vast majority of the delegates, and that's a change in momentum that I think a lot of analysts didn't see.
1: Carleton College political science professor Stephen Shear. As for the race for the Democratic nomination for president, Shear says Bernie Sanders still has an uphill battle.
3: That's because the Democrats' rules are proportional, and you can't have a you can't have a winner take all situation. Since those rules are proportional, it's very hard for Bernie Sanders to catch up to Hillary Clinton.
1: Okay, let's now get back to Minnesota politics. A very busy week. Governor Mark Dayton said early in the week he hopes his ban on non-essential travel for state employees visiting North Carolina results in that state repealing a law limiting protection for LGBT people.
2: I think it's really important that other states have joined in. uh, Vermont, California, New York, And I think the more that join in, the more pressure we can put on the state, the better the possibility that they'll recognize the error of their
1: ways. And later in the week, the governor instructed all state employees to refrain from any non-essential travel to Mississippi. After that, state passed a law allowing religious groups and businesses to deny services to gay and transgender people. Fall far below um, a standard of, of the legal and moral obligations that we have to respect the rights of our citizens, legally established. Dayton calls Mississippi's action a step backward for this country. The governor's proposal to expand the child care tax credit and working family tax credit got a lukewarm reception in a state senate committee this week. Nan Madden with Minnesota Budget Project says the working family credit is important to address racial income disparities.
4: An estimated 30% of eligible households uh, are people of color.
1: But Madden says they'd like stronger provisions for workers without dependent children. Tax committee chairman Clearbrook Democrat Rod Scoy says expanding the child care credit may not be the most efficient way to help families he says people with flex plans... They would be able to pay for their child care pre-tax, which would be a significantly larger amount of money than the
5: credit would be.
1: Also this week, school districts would have to report to the state when a student assaults a teacher and a fund would be set up to compensate school employees for medical and legal costs. That under a bill that got spirited debate in the Minnesota House Committee. Richfield Democrat Linda Slocum
6: says... We need to act. This will bring us the data to make some valid choices on mental health support in our schools.
1: St. Paul Democrat Carlos Mariani says the problem is bigger than that in a state where racial diversity of teaching staff has not changed in... 30 years.
2: Incredible possibilities for total misunderstanding and miscommunications and misperceptions between adults and young people.
1: Expect further debate on this hot-button issue at the Minnesota legislature this session. A bill pressuring the U of M to stop using aborted fetus tissue for research remains alive in the Republican-controlled Minnesota House after a lengthy hearing this week. Anoka Republican Abigail Whalen says the objective is
7: to honor the moral values of the thousands of Minnesotans who support the university. Through millions in taxpayer dollars.
1: U of M President Eric Kaler responded, research using tissue from aborted fetuses is necessary.
3: We want to find cures and treatments so no baby dies of HIV AIDS or that someday we might have treatments for Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, or childhood cancer.
1: That bill faces an uphill battle in the Democrat-controlled Minnesota Senate. Governor Mark Dayton this week renewed his call for the legislature to approve additional funding for state hospitals and mental health facilities and brought frontline workers to the Capitol to help make his case. Jackie Spangers from the Anoka Regional Treatment Center says they're inadequately staffed and don't have training or tools to handle an increase in patients with aggressive behavior. Kick scratch, bite, and choke us. They spit on us and chase us with weapons. They yank our hair and hit us with furniture. Spanjer says because of a new state rule, they're seeing many more patients with mental illnesses transferred from jails. A capital fund to support African-American businesses. No grand juries when police shoot suspects. No private prisons and a strong state policy on officer body cameras. Those among agenda items unveiled by a broad coalition of black community groups this week at the state capitol. Community leader and activist Al Flowers says.
8: This is one of the biggest things I think the black community over the state could have done. And uh, I look forward to seeing what happens here at the legislature.
1: The coalition unveiled its agenda a week after Hennepin County attorney Mike Freeman announced no charges would be filed against Minneapolis officers involved in the shooting of Jamar. Mark Clark. Governor Dayton thanked black community leaders for bringing forward their proposals to reduce disparities based on race. The governor has been requesting input from lawmakers and community leaders. Out of that uh, process, the legislature will. I hope and expect to come forward with a series of initiatives that will really begin to reduce the the disparities that exist. The governor asking the legislature for $100 million to address that issue. So, Scott, a very busy week at the Capitol on this second committee deadline week. There are only six weeks remaining in this very short
0: session, and things will get even busier from here on out. We'll be sure to have it all covered. Thank you, Bill. I'll be back with Tasha Radel after this.
3: Technology moves at the speed of innovation, and today, that's lightning fast. So when you get your hands on the latest tech, don't forget to do the right thing with your old devices. Recycle them. The Consumer Electronics Association and its members are making recycling your old tech device as easy as purchasing new ones. Just go to greenergadgets.org, type in your zip code, and you'll instantly find the responsible recycling location closest to your home. You'll also find lots of tips to simplify your recycling, like asking the store where you buy your new TV if they'll haul away your old one. Television sets, video game consoles, smartphones, tablets. They're all recyclable. Don't let them clog up your local landfill. Just visit greenergadgets.org. You're sharp enough to get the latest tech tools into your home. Now be responsible enough to get your old devices to the recycler. That's greenergadgets.org.
0: Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources is now taking reservations for their I CAN programs. MNN's Tasha Radel has more on these unique and very popular outdoor events.
4: Thanks, Scott. Minnesota State Parks and Trails I CAN programs can take you and the kids from I've never done that to wow, what a blast. Let's talk about the different programs. There's I Can Camp, I Can Climb, I Can Mountain Bike, I Can Paddle, archery in the parks, and I Can Fish. Joining me now is Pat Arndt, the DNR's Parks and Trails Division Outreach Manager. Pat, can you give us some background on the I Can programs?
7: Yeah, definitely, Tasha. This is a legacy-funded program. We learned a number of years ago that people were not getting outdoors as much as they had in the past. Young families weren't in particular. And so we did some research, and we found out that people just didn't have the experience or the equipment to go recreating in our Minnesota state parks and on our Minnesota state trails. So with legacy funding, we were able to create this program. So we will take you out and show you how to camp for the I Can Camp program, paddle for the I Can Paddle program, climb for the I Can Climb program, and mountain bike for the Can Mountain Bike program. And then we also have I Can Fish and Archery in the Parks. So, we have friendly instructors that will show you how to do these things. We will provide the equipment, whether it's camping equipment, canoes, kayaks, um, or mountain bikes, and for a modest fee for most of them. And then the I Can Fish and Archery in the Parks are actually free programs.
4: Pat, I know these programs are quite popular and book up fast. When do they start?
7: They do go on at various times throughout the summer. They start the first week in June. And um, they go, some of the programs actually go into September. And so you can go online and you can find either a location that works for your family, if you're thinking about a state park that's near you, or you can actually sort by date if you have certain weekends um, that you are free. Or then you can figure out which activity is it that you want to learn how to do this summer. And these programs are designed for people who maybe did some of these things when they were younger uh, as kids themselves, and now they're parents, and they want to take their kids out and do these things, but they don't quite remember how, <laughs> or maybe they never did them in the first place, or you don't have the equipment. So this provides you with the opportunity to get out and do them in some very special settings of our Minnesota State Parks. So think about Gooseberry Falls, Itasca, you know, some of these iconic places are where we hold these programs.
4: And Pat, I know you work really closely, uh, you know, with the different parks, and you hear a lot of different uh, family stories. Has, have you heard any, I guess, success stories where people have gotten hooked on one of these activities, I guess?
7: Oh, definitely. I was talking to a family uh, a couple of summers ago um, who said that they tried a couple of these programs. They felt like they needed to come to an I Can Camp program a couple times to get their confidence level up. But then the next year, they actually went camping or stayed in a camper eight times on their own. So they just needed this little lift beneath their wings, so to speak, and to get their confidence up, and that's what this program does. It, it boosts your confidence and your know-how. Yeah, and
4: another thing, too, that I think is really smart is that, you know, for folks that don't have the equipment, instead of going out and buying all of it ahead of time and not knowing if they're going to like it, like you said, you guys pretty much provide everything, Correct.
7: Right, exactly. Like for the Icon camp program in particular, we provide the tent. We provide a really cushy sleeping bag. We provide all the cooking equipment. So all you need to do is bring a sleeping bag, or you can just bring blankets and a pillow. That works just fine, too. And then we give you a suggested shopping list for food, and then we'll have instructors show you how to either cook over a campfire or how to cook over a camp stove. In the case of fishing, we provide the fishing equipment equipment, too. So in order to participate in one of the programs, you don't need a fishing license. You just show up. We provide the equipment and the instructors, and they'll, they'll even take the fish off the hook for you, although we're trying to encourage people to learn how to do some of those things on their own. Um, so you just, you know, you register, show up, and just have a great time with your family and learn how to enjoy the outdoors.
4: And uh, I know you said space is really limited for these programs, so the sooner you register the better, correct? Yes, that
7: would be very good advice. They do fill up fast.
4: And is there a, I know there's a state park in about 30 miles from, from every town, but are these events held at all state parks or just kind of a select few?
7: Uh, that's a really good question. They're just held at a select few state parks, so they're not at every state park. And if you go online, you'll see just where these different activities are going on around the state. So in some cases, you might have to drive a little ways, but you'll probably have a surprise at the end of the road. You'll get to a park that maybe you've never been to before.
4: All right. I know there's listeners out there that are wanting to get this information and might have missed it. Pat, again, where should folks go to maybe do their research on the different programs uh, and to register?
7: You can register online, and typically it's families that go together, but you can go together as, you know, a group of neighbors if you want to. And for I Can Camp, Paddle, Climb, and Mountain Bike, you can sign up online ahead of time. And we actually recommend that you do sign up ahead of time because those programs fill up very, very fast.
4: For more information on the ICANN programs, you can go to dnr.state.mn.us. Again, that website, dnr.state.mn.us. Thanks again to my guest, Pat Arnt, the DNR's Parks and Trails Division Outreach Manager. Back to you, Scott. Thank you,
0: Tasha. I'll be back with my look at the new foods at Target Field for 2016 when Minnesota Matters returns. Last night, we put on an epic light show. Yeah, we did. The crowd loved us. We love the crowd.
4: Wait, but there were only four people out there. Yeah,
0: but did you see their four faces? All eight of their eyes lit up brighter than ours. (sighs) And we're Fireflies. Yeah, we are. Hey, that one girl, she looked like she'd never seen glow in the dark like this before. And we invented glow in the dark. Yeah, we invented it. And we're going to be out here every night rocking out our light show at a forest near you. woo So come check us out. Check us out. And bring your kid off. All ages show. Oh, but uh, don't bring any of those glass jars because they make us kind of nervous.
3: Yeah,
7: and I'm super
4: claustrophobic. Whether you're rocking their world or they're rocking yours, some memories never fade. Come alive with the forest. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a forest near you. And discover other cool things to do when you go, like fishing, biking, or even camping. Visit discovertheforest.org. See you later.
0: Yeah, see you
4: soon. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. mr detweiler how are we doing
7: your surgery is over oh it's over
8: what happened hi mr detweiler dr newman here you have a new knee it went great you'll be up and around before you know it and it's all because of you uh what did i do you were captain of team detweiler You told us everything we needed to know. Your medical history, your allergies and prescription meds. You asked me tons of questions. What your options to surgery might be, what to expect during recovery. You even asked me how many knee replacements I've already done. Huh, I guess I did kind of run the whole operation, didn't I? Mr. Detweiler, we couldn't have done it without you
7: patient safety. It takes a team and patient involvement is key. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons with more tips at orthoinfo.org patient safety. Hey! Take me out
0: to the ball game. Welcome back to Minnesota Matters, I'm Scott Peterson. Good news for hungry Twins fans, the team this week announced the new foods and returning favorites at Target Field for the 2016 season. I was lucky enough to sample some of the offerings, and I got to chat with the Twins Food Service General Manager Peter Spike about some of the exciting options at the ballpark this year.
2: A wonderful sandwich created by Andrew Zimmern called the Korean Fried Chicken Sandwich. Uh, That's located at section 114 just inside of gate 14 outside of Herbex, Uh, then we're going to move down the concourse a little bit and see some and sample some craft cocktails uh, by some local distilleries here in the Twin Cities, Uh, one by Panther and the other one by Denord, uh, another uh, local distillery. We have uh, uh, hot Indian foods uh... is uh... is coming back uh... so the uh... vegan ala gobi and the uh... chicken tikka will be back at section one twenty uh... but we're going to introduce a beverage this year which is uh, mango lessi, which is a yogurt based uh... mango drink that's going to go excellent with some of the curry flavors uh... that you're going to taste in in those previously mentioned items uh... Izzy's, uh ice cream uh... jeff summers and his group uh, are back at their existing location but we've expanded the footprint with isabella's Uh, They have a gelato uh, called Isabella's, and that'll be uh, making its way uh, to a section near you this year. Uh, We're in our fifth year relationship with Roots for the Home team, our urban gardens partnership uh, with Sue Moores and her group, and they have uh, eight new salads that they're going to introduce this year. Uh, They'll be on the rounds. Uh, We've got uh, the Loon Cafe, where we're going to be uh, selling on a portable cart the Pecos River Red Chili uh, that you can find at the Loon Cafe, along with their their world-famous Grape Ape Cocktail. We then make our way up to Centerfield, which is a new location called Mini and Paul's, and I think our largest project uh, to date, uh, from a concession standpoint, we're introducing uh, a Mini and Paul's bar, which is a full-service bar, similar to what we did with Barrio last year, uh, but we have new relationships with Pizza Luce and uh, expanding our relationships with red cow uh, to not only offer some of their great burgers including their uh, uh, award-winning mentioned usa today recognized uh, turkey burger but uh, they have a a poutine which is uh, to die for
0: and if you don't mind since this is for radio can you describe for our listeners what uh, what
2: we're looking at right here well every year for like the past three years we've come up and and tried to have a little wow factor with our Bloody Marys. So uh, the first year you saw the bacon cheeseburger, which we put on a portable card, and then that expanded to uh, what we called the college days last year. The college days Bloody Mary uh, was a a piece of freshly, we we actually cooked the pizza fresh just so we could put it in the refrigerator and top of Bloody Mary last year. Uh, This year we have uh, what we call the Buffalo Chicken Bloody Mary, but we didn't want to just stop there uh, with our Buffalo Chicken Bloody Mary, but we, we wanted to add and bring back that bacon cheeseburger. So you've got the bacon cheeseburger of old with the buffalo chicken wing, which is a double-knuckle full wing tossed in our buffalo wing sauce, uh, dry rub sauce, um, along with uh, blue cheese olives and stuffed olives and a beef stick and plenty other things to snack on while you're enjoying your Bloody Mary. How many calories are you? Do you suppose we're looking at here? Well, I don't count calories on items like this. I like to look at our hummus and dip, and in our in our in our vegetarian options, and some of those other healthier options. If people are looking for that, if you want this, you're not counting calories. <laughs> and Peter, tell me
0: real quick, uh, if you can, what what is your favorite food
2: item here at Target Field? You know, I go back to one of the originals, and uh, I, I I go back to the Tonio's Cuban sandwich. Uh, and, uh, and turkey to go, and, and, and there's so many great items. That's why we haven't let them fall off the menu, we've just continued to grow. Uh, but those are some ones that uh, we certainly don't want to lose track of. The Kermarczyk sausages uh, are a fan favorite, um, and the Murray Steak Sandwich, and the expansion into the Murray's Philly that we did last year. Uh, so we've got a lot of great items. It's hard to, I have 81 days of baseball, so it's hard to just pick one. I like to, again, eat my way around the ballpark. Thank you, Peter. Next, I spoke
0: with Target Field Executive Chef Kurt Schneer about how he develops and prepares new dishes each year.
6: Well, I mean, there's a variety of ways. Uh, you know, we uh, a lot of it's just, you know, things that you see, ideas that you have, and maybe you manipulate them to work for you or to work here at the ballpark. Um, other times, uh, I'm asked to, to do things that maybe somebody else had, had come up with, and I just expand on that and, and make it our own. Um, and, then, and then we do a lot of I'll go to some food shows and read magazines, and you're on the internet. There's all kinds, there's all kinds of ways to come up with ideas, but it, usually it's taking the idea and then making it work at the ballpark, because sometimes it's not always as easy as, you know, doing it in a restaurant and then making it work in at a, at a, at a baseball park, so. Do you happen to know what is the biggest selling food item at Target Field? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure it's still the hot dog, so that's, uh, that's, that's never gonna change, I don't think, but um, there's a lot of uh, close seconds, and uh, you know, our menu is quite big, so it's really hard to, have just a clear-cut number one there's a lot of uh, items that we do that sell really well but because we don't offer them in every location like the hot dogs offer pretty much every location around the park so as far as preparation what's the most complicated dish to prepare uh, well probably the, the the Korean fried chicken is probably the most complicated one we have and actually we'll be going over there in a few minutes to the Andrew Zimmerman canteen it's a uh, it's actually sous vide chicken or uh, chicken thigh so there's quite a process in getting that together and then you know then we have to deep fry it and There's a special sauce that goes with it. So there's quite a few steps on that one. What's your personal favorite? Actually, probably that Korean fried chicken sandwich is probably one of my favorites. I think I ate more of those last year than anything else. And that was my standby when I was hungry.
0: Thank you, Chef. I can't wait to eat my way around the ballpark this year. But uh, first things first, more Minnesota Matters after this.
6: One, two, three strikes
3: you're out at the old ball game.
8: Who might you save?
4: Your mother, your father, your husband, uncle,
7: aunt, son.
8: Learn fast. F A S T. The sudden signs of a stroke, and you could save
7: your friend, your best friend, teacher, boss, coach.
8: F face drooping. A arm weakness. S speech difficulty. T time to call 911. F A S T. Face arm speech time. That's F face drooping. A arm weakness. S speech difficulty. T time to call 911. The sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in the recovery of...
4: Your neighbor, the waiter, a fellow shopper,
7: a total stranger, grandmother, grandfather.
8: So learn FAST, the sudden signs of a stroke, then pass it on, because you never know who might save
7: you. Your wife, your colleague, teammate, mother...
8: Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. This is spring football weekend on the U of M campus. Saturday's spring game marks the end of the 15 practice spring period. MNN M&M Sports Director Mike Grimm is also the radio voice for the Golden Gophers. The plan for this weekend's spring game radio broadcast booth is interesting.
1: Scott, Golden Gopher quarterback Mitch Leitner of Lakeville had foot surgery following Minnesota's bowl game victory in December in Detroit. So he has taken part in only non-contact drills this spring and is out for the spring game, but in with me, spending time as a radio analyst on the spring game radio broadcast.
5: I'm lucky that Coach Clays gave me the opportunity to be behind the, the scenes over there and and where you where you really put in the hard work, I guess you could say. No doubt. We really work hard in that radio booth. There's no question about that. Um, this is something, though, you, you think down the road after football you may want to get into doing some commentary on, uh, on football and sports yeah I mean, uh, you know ideally, you'd like to be able to play as long as you can, but uh, you know if a situation were like this to, were to open up, I mean, it'd definitely be uh, up for discussion because I enjoy doing it, and it's something i've had a I've had a lot of opportunities do, to do this, and uh, it's been fun. Your health, how's the foot feel um, if you really had to go if it was Iowa coming to town on saturday, would you be, uh, would you be on the field? Oh, no question, no question. I'd be out there and I, I mean I think uh, ever since spring break was over. Uh, I think I've been able to go 100% full go. You know, it's just, uh, you know, they keep me out just because, you know, what if, what if. And so, but I, I definitely feel like I'm ready to go. I feel healthier than I did, uh, you know, at the majority uh, of of the end of last year. So that's, a, that's exciting for me. The young guys behind you, Croft, Green, Rhoda, what, what do you see from them getting uh, a lot more reps than they would have otherwise? Right. I've seen a lot of improvement from those guys from getting the reps they have. You know, I think Connor Rhoda's you know, done a really good job uh, picking up the new offense and he's really carried it over to the film room as well. Uh, you know, first one answer question, things like that. And I think that, you know, both Demry and Seth have, uh, you know, really feeded off of what Connor's been able to do. And, and overall, you know, a lot of improvement from all the guys, but, and it's just been, it's been nice to be able to see them pick up the offense quick, you know, and, and for me to chime in a, a thing or two here and there to help them out as well. How quickly, not getting those reps, too, are you able to learn what Jay Johnson wants from his quarterback spot? Right. I think like Coach Johnson says, uh you know, a lot of things teams do are similar. It's just a different uh, terminology, different language, and things like that. And I think, uh, you know, for the most part, I've been able to pick it up really well. And the reps that I have gotten in pass shell and and things like that, I thought, uh, uh, you know, what I've learned in the film room has really carried over with me onto the field. And you know, I think uh, uh, that's something that's exciting for me. Someone who hasn't gotten a lot of reps this spring and still see improvement uh, is definitely encouraging going into this off season.
1: That's for quarterback Mitch Leidner, who, along with the rest of the team, will begin summer workouts soon.
0: Scott? Thank you, Mike. And switching gears now as we close out this week's program, Bill Werner is back with some thoughts about something that nearly every one of us has. You can get some really nice cell phone cases today. Here's a dignified one.
1: Dark blue with a black border. Perfect. Absolutely perfect for the business day. On the other hand, Flower Power Twiggy might be an option for a cool guy like me. My colleague Tasha has one with rainbow stripes that's really neat. But for the appropriately outfitted urban marauder, this one is the only possible choice. It looks like a 38 Special. Unique marketing idea. But we asked State Representative Joe Atkins. These uh, cases, do they make the cell phone really look like a gun? I mean, how close it, is it? It looks so much like a gun. You cannot tell the difference. Officers, more importantly, cannot tell the difference. So if somebody pulls one of these out all of a sudden during a traffic stop, an officer is going to think this is a gun. I tell you, I don't think I'll walk into my bank and make a phone call anytime soon. Representative Atkins has a bill that's moving through the Minnesota legislature which states, No person shall purchase, possess, import, manufacture, sell, hold for sale, or distribute a cellular telephone case, stand, or cover that is a facsimile or appears to be a firearm, including but not limited to a pistol or revolver. What do you say to folks who say First Amendment free speech rights that I should be able to have a right to have whatever well, cell phone case that I want or cell phone cover that I want? I guess people have a right to be stupid, but not when it endangers other people's lives. And that's exactly what this product does. A cell phone case that looks like a gun is dumb and dangerous and it endangers other people's lives, not just yours. But as they say, wait, there's more. Atkins' bill doesn't address it, but the issue is certainly in the crosshairs, so to speak, of some lawmakers in Congress, most notably New York Senator Charles Schumer. Namely, a Minnesota company called Ideal Conceal that has plans on the books for a gun that looks like a cell phone. I can just hear the election year rhetoric from both sides. But wait, I think I have the solution. Something totally in tune with present-day America, which will protect what we all value the most. A constitutional amendment clearly stating that, quote, the right of the people to keep and bear cell phones shall
0: not be infringed. Bill Werner on the Minnesota News Network. And that's going to do it for this week. Thanks for listening and please tune in again next week for Minnesota Matters on this MNN station.